Hey everyone, welcome to Late Night Chats with Caroline. I'm actually not recording it that late. It is about 6.15, so this episode will have to be kind of short because I got to leave. But, new Marvel show, so I figured I should talk about it. So as of right now, the first two episodes are out. They dropped last week, so that's all I know about. But spoilers for that, and if I make any predictions and they're wrong... I've only seen the first two episodes. I know for Loki, I think it went pretty downhill after the first two episodes, which is why I didn't do any follow-ups. But I'm talking about Hawkeye. I loved Hawkeye. I was very, very, very surprised (laughs) about how it was because Clint was previously one of my least favorite Avengers. You know, I never really saw him as doing anything. I never saw him as doing anything positive for the Avengers. And Natasha is one of my favorite characters, so I hold a little resentment to him for her death. And he's always just been archery dude. I have some questions about that though. I can actually get into that right now. Before the actual episode, this is just my whole overview of Hawkeye the character. Like before watching the episode, Hawkeye the character, I have so many questions. (laughs) How did he get his power? Like, it's not just through training because in Civil War, Tony's like, retirement didn't suit you. How about you play some golf? And then Clint said, played 18, shot 18. So it's not just archery. So like, how did he get that? If there's any comics fans listening, please let me know how to start because I really want more backstory on all of the Avengers. So please help me start comics. I saw someone on TikTok who just told me, who just told everyone to like pick a character and start there. So I might do that. I'll keep you guys updated. <laughs> um, so yeah, how how did he get his powers? What is the extent of his powers? Sorry for that little tangent. What is the extent of his powers? And also like when did he even start a family? Like when did all this stuff happen? I just want some more backstory for Clint. You know how it is. So now I will go on to my thoughts of the episode. Episode one, which is called like Never Meet Your Heroes. I loved the intro. Well, first to start off, I've heard a lot of people hating on the child actor. They could have done better, but it wasn't horrible. I've seen worse. Um, And I like how they connected it back to the Battle of Manhattan with Loki and the Chitauri. So I liked how they connected that back, and I like how they show how Kate's life was really impacted by Hawkeye. And then I love the intro to the show. I've had mixed feelings about the intro for a lot of the shows, but I loved this one. I like how it shows us Kate's backstory without actually showing it. Very reminiscent to what they did in Black Widow, but Black Widow is more of a montage. This is like an animation. And I love the inclusion of fencing. I wrote this. Fencing is so underrated and it deserves all the love. That's true. I think more superheroes should be fencing. (laughs) It's just super fun to watch. Very entertaining. So, and I like how she sort of became a master of a lot of different things. Whereas Hawkeye really only does archery. So that kind of differentiates Kate's so-called abilities from Clint's. And now on to the Roger musical. I really enjoyed that. I love the song. I love the dance number. (laughs) Um, I think that it's funny that Scott was there. I have heard a lot of people joking about how Scott was probably one of the producers. He's obviously a huge Steve Rogers fan and I just thought that was really funny. 
and I feel sorry for Clint because obviously this is like traumatizing so many of those people like died and whatever and like seeing Natasha well, like the actress playing Natasha that must have been really hard and I have some questions now you're probably like why is she asking so many questions about this it is a made-up musical first of all how expensive were the tickets and did he pay for them when he was literally like one of the characters this was based off of so like did he have to pay to see that it's like if you were hamilton you wouldn't have to pay to see hamilton i mean like obviously hamilton's been dead a while so it's like sort of a different type deal like he's alive did he have to pay to see that and if so why would he even do that maybe his kids really wanted to see it but i don't i don't even understand how he found himself in that situation also I'd like to point out that i loved i already sort of mentioned this i love Nat natasha's actress and the little dance thing that they did and i like how supportive clint's family was about clint being like no i can't do this like i don't want to do this clint just trying to have a fun time and he is being reminded of his losses a little side tangent i love christmas in new york i thought that they did a pretty good job now i've only ever been there as a tourist so who knows but clinton was a tourist so that kind of works and this the episode goes back to follow kate when she destroys the clock slash bell tower well yeah this the clock slash bell tower and her mom is like we can talk about this later if i did that i think i would never be allowed to leave my house again i would not be allowed to do archery anymore i would be my parents would be very mad <laughs> um and also when this is sort of the scene when <laughs> when kate meets her mom's new her mom's boyfriend jack who's actually the fiance at the time but we don't know that yet the line all surprises are unexpected i love that line i think that was a very good intro for kate and I think it really provides a lot of characterization there pretty much at the beginning. And then we move on to the party fundraiser that her mom forced her to go to. And her mom was like, you, there's a red dress lying out for you on the bed. Of course, Kate cannot follow that simple direction. And she puts on this stunning black tuxedo number. If you haven't seen it, you don't know what I'm talking about. But if you have are you not obsessed with that that lives in my head rent free at all times and that is just so great for me and the phrase a little more ladylike which is what her i don't know how this guy is related to her the oh god i'm blanking on this guy's name it starts with a and he's like the third and he has the nephew and he's older and he's later found dead and he's like you know, you should dress a little more ladylike. You're going to outshine me at the wedding. I just thought the a little more ladylike was interesting because I feel like people probably say that to Kate a lot. And I just thought that was very interesting. And the whole wedding, how Kate's mom got engaged and she didn't even bother to tell Kate. Um, if I were Kate, I'd be very, very mad. <laughs> and I also wrote in the scene, Kate's mom seems like she'd gaslight people. I stand by that opinion even after i've watched it multiple times at this point so even after multiple rewatches i still stand by that opinion then when kate was talking to the dog that was very cute 
I love pizza dog. <laughs> Back at the party, the whole auction thing was weird. How do events like that even get started? Is that still like the fundraiser for whatever they're fundraising for? Or is this like something completely different? How do they even have all of this stuff? Where does it come from? So many questions. Now we get to one of my favorite parts, which he rolls it, beats someone up, and then it's like, hello. Love that. I relate to that. Again in the fight, how do more bottles of wine not break when Kate fights with them? I watched this part back multiple times because I was like, how is there not wine everywhere? She is fighting with bottles, correct? Yes. Maybe she was holding them in a certain way? I don't know. I love the Ronin mask. It's giving Bucky, you know, the serial killer vibes. <laughs> and later on in the fight, her diving across traffic is, is so dramatic. She knew that people were probably going to be seeing this, but she chose to do it anyway. Living for the drama, living for that. And this is sort of a question again. I'm very curious, have many questions about many things. How does when Kate is Ronin, how do they not know that it's like different? Did they not ever figure out that the original Ronin was a dude? Do they not know that Kate's a girl? How, <laughs> how do they not realize that they're like two different people? I feel like there's a height difference between them. Maybe they just never like approximated for Ronin, like Clint as Ronin. I, and like they just move so differently. So I don't exactly know how they never figured that out. So then she dives after the dog, and then it shows us her cuts to her apartment. We don't see very much of her apartment at this point, but I really like her apartment. It's very interesting. It's very, very Kate. Again, it provides us a good overview of her character. She seems like she just likes to utilize what she has. And although like she was raised very spoiled and her mom mentions that, it seems more like she is trying to utilize all that she has. She like has all this training stuff in her apartment because she already has that space. Then later she breaks into her, that old guy that I forget his name, this is really embarrassing. And there is monogrammed butterscotch. I think that's an interesting touch. Marvel obviously pays attention to some details. <laughs> and I would have taken it. If you know me in real life, you know I love all candy, all things sweet. So I would have probably gotten caught if I were Kate at this point. <laughs> So now we're almost at the end of the episode of the first episode and Kate is surrounded by the tracksuit mafia and I think that the fight sounds in Hawkeye they're just so funny to me. They just I've never been in a fight but it just seems so weird. Even like when Clint was beating up Kate. If you can go back and watch it, you'll know what I mean. You'll hear it. And then right at the end of the episode, the cut straight from Who the Hell Are You? straight to the happy Christmas music really made me laugh and I thought this was an interesting it was definitely a choice that Marvel made so I think we might see more of this later on because the sep second episode it doesn't go to this happy Christmas music so that's just something I noticed again with episode two I love the intro and I specifically love the Marvel intro I might have said this for Loki I don't remember but I just love the Marvel intro it's <laughs> very good now this is back on the low this is back with the intro i don't really like the hawkeye logo that much it's i think it's kind of ugly and the curves just don't look right take with that information what you will it's my opinion but you can look at it and you'll know so right from the get-go i love that when hawkeye is in kate's apartment 
Kate is just well when I have to specify when Clint is in Kate's apartment she is like out here talking to herself she's like oh gotta be calm he's like Clint I'm he's like my hero oh my god I gotta stay calm I love that I love that she's already being framed as a relatable character because I feel like Clint has never really been given the chance to be relatable like now he I feel like he's becoming more and more relatable with the tv show but I like that Kate shirt from the get-go she is becoming relatable and then I felt so sorry when Kate's apartment was set on fire shortly after her talking to herself and she's like my home all my stuff I feel so sorry for her because that's like at least her second home that's like partially destroyed and she sounded so sad like after her, her childhood home penthouse was partially destroyed in the battle of manhattan i'm pretty sure most of it was rebuilt but i'm sure it wasn't the same she's still very probably emotional about it and then the scene later she is looking stylish where does the where does this clothes come from how do you have time to grab it so many questions but her jacket stylish i would own it back on that part they're like riding the subway together how did she get that dog on the subway i thought all the dogs in new york had to fit in the bags to ride on the subway um maybe like exceptions but i thought they did so if anyone knows you can let me know <laughs> um and this is like the same point like here at the subway and later on when clint is like going back to the apartment I wrote, I feel like Clint and Kate proved my theory that it's really easy to break and enter as long as you act like you belong there. So for a long time, I've been saying things like, I think it would be really easy for me to like, obviously have a lot of privilege, but I think it'd be really easy for me to just like walk in somewhere, it's like an event or anything, and Clint and Kate also do that. Clint walks into a fire scene, he just puts on the jacket, like he walks through a whole crowd of people, like watching the fire, and no one even says anything to him. And, like, they don't even recognize that he's a superhero. I think, think because he just walked, like, with a purpose and, like, he belonged there. I also like how Pizza Dog has, like, a title of nobility is what she calls it. She said it's more of a title of nobility. I thought that was funny. All dogs deserve a title. I love dogs. And cats. I'm impartial. Love them both. And I like the way Kate drew some horrible pictures to try to remember the tracksuit mafia people i thought that was very funny because she's just trying her best out here but she can't draw to save her life fifth grade level okay <laughs> and then i love marvel included the sign language between clint and his son i barely even noticed in the first episode that he had a hearing aid but by the second it pointed it out multiple times and i really liked that <laughs> and I like the way that his son was making an effort to learn sign language when Clint obviously wasn't forcing that upon anyone he wasn't being like oh like he he wasn't like trying to be like oh I oh I kind of worded this weird <laughs> I like the way that his son is making an effort and I just think that was a very cute family moment and then later on I wrote down that they need to get that dog some real food and not just pizza hopefully they do soon a little worried about that dog if it's eating just pizza i'm not a vet or anything but i dogs can't survive off just pizza one of my favorite points that kate makes in the whole episode what statement she makes is your problem is branding 
when she's talking to Clint. And I really agree. He could have been... He could have been so many more people's favorite Avenger had he even had, like, more of a logo. Now he has, like, his arrow things, but it's not really a logo, or he never had, like, a signature outfit or, like, some sort of intro, whereas, like, Iron Man, Captain America, I think even Black Widow, Thor, like, they all have logos. He just needs some branding up in here. He can even be original with some different colors. He can be out here doing stuff. Now this floral, now we are see Kate's floral suit. Everyone gasp, everyone applause. This is the moment. I'm obsessed. It is running rent free in my mind constantly. I love Kate for her suits. Now this isn't her suit, but like she still did make the choice to wear it. And although the options were limited, Marvel still made the choice to put her in it. Then Jack basically tried to mansplain Kate's life to her in the office. Shut the fuck up. Shut up, Jack. Shut up, man. <laughs> and then, well, Kate is at work wearing her incredible floral suit, Clint is walking through Central Park. He looked so suspicious to me. I was like, you're going to be arrested or something because the way he's like clinging onto that backpack. Um, that was weird. <laughs> he's like walking with such a purpose and clinging onto that backpack. Backpack. If I saw him in real life, I would be scared. This whole live action roleplay thing, it seems strange. I don't know if it's real. It probably is. But like I'm, it seems weird, but I'm totally into it. I would be into it if I did it. And I love how dramatic it is. It is really something like I love the, like the people being dramatic, and I love even Marvel making it seem very dramatic with all their angles and the music and the sound. <laughs> I thought it was very funny. And then we cut back to Kate, and I love Kate just texting Clint because that definitely makes me relate to her even more. Because she seems very like anxious about this, and she just seems like she's like. She has to make contact and she's like, please text me back. I need it. But she would never say that. <laughs> and then we got back to the live action roleplay thing that Clint is taking part in. This fight circle would be very annoying to me. The guy mimicking so what, what the guy mimicking the sword sounds would be very annoying to me. Basically what I'm saying is I would not like to be Clint right now. And then once he gets the suit from that guy. He just locks up in a gym locker. <laughs> what? You went through all this just to lock that suit in a gym locker? I was a little shocked, a little terrified. And then he, when he calls up his wife, he says, well, when he calls up his wife and he talks about the plan, she's like one of Nat's old moves. Crying, screaming, throwing up. Obviously, like I said, Natasha, favorite Avenger. So when he said one of Nat's old moves, that <laughs> very sad for me. <laughs> um, you know how it is. <laughs> Could not handle that. So then we cut back to Kate. And Kate is having dinner with her mom and Jack. And they're Jack and Kate are getting on it about fencing. But my question is another question, I know. Why is Jack so surprised that she's good at fencing? 
she literally has so many trophies in that apartment penthouse thing <laughs> and her mom seems like she'd be the kind of person to talk about her achievements all the time so of course she knew how to fence i would also point out that they were using saber that was very fun and i think it's the best type of fencing I also pointed out that Jack is left-handed. That's a lot of fun. I've been saying for a while that I think visually it looks better for like theatrical fencing. If one person is right-handed, one person is left-handed because then they can both both be facing the camera or the front. And you know, that's a lot of fun. But my love of the fencing in this TV show quickly went away when they were um not following any rules they were not doing well they kept putting their hands in front of their body like they're ungloved ones i was like that's how you get hurt kate would know that if she's like the top in the state so i don't know why they kept top why they kept doing that but get that away <laughs> also kate again she tries to call clint so it's like past that her and jack obviously that's over now Kate leaves, she's taking the cab, and she's like, should I try again? I'm gonna try again. I'm gonna try again. When she's calling Clint, very relatable. She's just, she's just our little worried girl. And then Clint's capture scene, it was very reminiscent of Nat being captured. I thought that, I kind of thought that they were gonna go with that. And we're gonna, you know how in the beginning of, I think it's Winter Soldier, when Natasha is kidnapped and like she gets a phone call and she's like I'm working right now and then they're like mm, no <laughs> and they're like mm. and so then she breaks out and then answers the phone that's where I thought they were going with that unfortunately they didn't but you know and again Clint it wasn't like that because Clint was like can I speak to your manager which I thought very funny. Karen vibes. <laughs> and I wrote, Kate crashing through the ceiling speaks to me on a personal level. That's still true. I still agree with that statement. It was really something. <laughs> she just like looked like she should have known what she was doing. And then she she didn't. She, she understood the assignment, but then she didn't complete it, you know? And then I love them sitting on those children ride thingies at the end. I thought that was pretty funny because now they obviously can't pull Natasha and escape like she would have and now the problem is a lot worse since they've both been captured but at least the Ronin suit is safe in a gym locker. Now I'm just gonna go to Twitter and see what Twitter has to say about it because that's always our favorite. Also this is very exciting for everyone. I was looking at the cast and Yolana is cast in like six episodes i think or like four at least i'm very very excited many people are loving pizza the dog and someone said i swear if anything happens to him marvel will be hearing from my lawyer i agree nothing can happen to pizza dog also that some people are pointing out how was kate bishop when she was in the running suit how was she wearing using her phone while wearing the gloves when I was watching, I also thought that, but I didn't write it down, and people are like, you can do that, but why would, like, you can get gloves to do that, but I don't think Clint would have really thought that through, you know? I don't think when he was making the suit, he'd be like, oh yeah, gotta use my phone. Everyone is per usual making Mephisto jokes, red lighting Mephisto? Um, definitely not. 
So someone just said Clint was a super soldier. Is he a super soldier? Maybe. Someone said, after some time of thinking and finalizing, the first two episodes of Hawkeye are 10 times better than WandaVision. I disagree. I would say they're equivalent in my mind right now, but we'll see how that goes. So that's all for this That's all for this episode. I almost said this week, but this isn't probably new weekly, just based on time. So that's all for this episode of Hawkeye. I'm, Hawkeye will be returning this Wednesday, I believe. So I can hopefully do another episode, but we'll see. Thanks for listening, everyone.